I was drifting away on life's pitiless sea when the angry waves threatened my ruin to be. When away at my side there I dimly described a stately old vessel and loudly I cried, Ship a Once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you at this time. Brother Munn speaking. Our program here called The Mariner's Call. All by the grace of God, the Lord took me many years ago off of an old boat and placed me in the book of God. It's so good to be saved. It's so good to know that heaven is my home. I miss the seafood industry. Oh, but all to to harvest. Well, Jesus put it this way. He said, follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. What a blessing to take and be used by God to preach the gospel to people and to see the harvest of souls. It's good to be with you once again by means of radio. We say numerous times from the banks of the old Bon Secours River here, the southernmost part of the state of Alabama. The offices and studios here, Fishers of Men Ministries International, that's our blessing. I guess one of the things I enjoy the most as far as the ministry is doing radio, radio programs, the book of 1 Thessalonians. At this particular time, let's see how I can pull, let's just give, us our, give ourselves a thought. Let me talk about an event that could answer all your problems. I've had people, uh, they always, and of course because God's called me to preach, I guess people uh, take and take for granted. A lot of times I can change their their problems, but I cannot. But I can point them to somebody who can. But I've had people uh, all in the ministry. As far as trouble is concerned, uh, it seems as if we find this trouble everywhere. Man is born into trouble as the sparks fly upward. What's that? The book of Job. I think about Job chapter 5. So people have health issues. We have financial difficulty. Uh, people have marital problems, child rearing. They have habits, you know. We think about coming persecution to different places. Uh, what's the answer? What's the answer? Maybe I'm talking to someone today. You have health issues. What's the answer? And I am all because of getting into uh, uh, age brackets that is, what, conducive to problems in health? Uh, I'm facing sometimes the same things that some of you are facing. Uh, facing, you said, what, uh, what is our help? What's, what's the answer to all these problems? I found it in the book of 1 Thessalonians. 1 Thessalonians chapter 1. I found it in chapter 2. I found it in chapter 3. I found it in chapter 4. You said, that's enough, Brother Mon. No, no. I found the answer in chapter 5. I found the answer in 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, 2, and 3. You said, what is the answer? What kind of event could take place to settle and solve all of my problems? And, of course, we're speaking of the coming of Jesus Christ. Don't you look for his coming? You know, I'll be talking here for just a few minutes how that we ought to believe his coming. People say they believe, but the second coming of Christ to most people are just a fad, you know. You ought to look for his coming. You ought to love his coming. 
You ought to live his coming, you know. I'm saying this. If you can keep the thought of the second coming of Jesus Christ in your mind, if this can be something that's not only on your mind but in your heart, if you can keep this uh, event in your heart, it'll help you in this life no matter what the problem you have. I guarantee it's the answer to all your problems. First Thessalonians chapter 1 the church at Thessalonica, evidently, according to the Apostle Paul, this this must have been one of the greatest churches there was in his area. Went all over Asia Minor establishing churches. And this church at Thessalonica, my, there is no condemnation in first or second Thessalonians. In fact, there's just constant encouragement, especially encouragement as Paul presents to them the fact of the second coming of Jesus Christ. And these people must have been wound up on that because I read about them, 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 8, and he said, From you sounded out the word of the, God, the, word of the Lord, not only in Macedonia and Achaia, but also in every place your faith to God would have spread abroad so that we need not to speak anything. What is he saying? Paul said, I went everywhere to evangelize. I went all these different places, these towns, and what had happened, somebody had said that somebody from Macedonia has already been there and preached the gospel to those people, sounded out the word of the Lord. They were actually, verse 7, in samples. What's the... What's the, what's the thing with these people? It said here how they've turned to God from idols to serve the living and true God and to wait for his son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, even Jesus, uh, which delivered us from the wrath to come. These people must have anticipated the coming of Christ. And my friend, it kept them sober. You know, isn't that good? You said, Brother Mon, that'll answer my financial difficulty. I'm telling you, you can just leave it all behind. Sometimes with, we think about the wisdom that God would give us. We depend upon our own wisdom. Oh, we find ourselves, as far as finances is concerned, all oh, taking months and weeks and sometimes years to get out of a difficulty that the second coming of Christ would handle immediately. We think about decay. The old body's falling apart. Makes no difference whether you're young or old. All body begins to little by little fall apart. What's what's the answer to that, my friend? The second coming of Christ. What about my house falling apart? The second coming of Christ. What about transportation? Any of you ever have problems with vehicles? Have you ever had any problems with your means and mode of transportation there? I know what will help the coming of Christ. We think about my country. Oh, it's morals. It's educational system. It's leadership. What's the answer, Brother Mon? I'm saying it's the coming of Jesus Christ. I'm out of work. The second coming will take care of that. Uh, marital, my husband, my wife. My children, the second coming of Christ. I got this habit I cannot, the second coming of Christ. You see what I'm talking about. He said there is worldwide religious persecution coming to this country. We think about against Bible-believing Christianity. Oh, what, what's going what's gonna to help us with this? The second coming of Jesus Christ. So let me say this. Let me give you just a couple of two or three thoughts here. And uh, if you could just keep this in mind, ask the Lord to help you daily to anticipate Christ coming. I believe it will help you in sober-mindedness. You ought to believe his coming. 
all in our text here. We have chapter 1, chapter 2, chapter 3, chapter 4, chapter 5. In fact, chapter 4 and chapter 5 of 1 Thessalonians is just filled with the coming of Christ. All right. All right. Now, I need to believe that. The Lord himself shall descend from heaven. I believe that. You know, the mass of professing Christianity today has proved that a belief in the second coming of Christ is only a fad. We think about that 70s and 80s and 90s, all approaching the end of that, end of the century there. Oh, there was books written everywhere, people preaching messages, predictions made. We think about uh, movies even made. My, and, and it stirred in fundamental circles, you know. But what happened? What happened? Only a fad. After a while, just soon died out. My friend, the coming of Christ is not a fad. It's a fact. And I'm not trying to resurrect a fad. I'm trying to reemphasize a fact to keep in my mind that Jesus may come today. I really need to believe that. God said it. It's my responsibility to believe it. Over 1,800 references in the Old Testament to the coming of Christ. Over 300 in the New Testament. 23 of the 27 books speak of the second coming of Christ. I must believe it. I believe it, a lot of people. Oh, it's just a sort of a fad. Sort of stirs us at times, and then it kind of goes away. Never let the fact of the second coming of Christ leave you. Not only should I take and believe that Christ is coming again, but I need to... I need to somehow have some affection and feeling about that. Paul said this in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 7 and 8. You know, fought a good fight, kept the faith. And he talks about the Lord giving a crown of righteousness. And not only to him, but to those who love. There we go. Oh, how about that? Those who are appearing, all right? Anticipating that. Oh, my friend, if you've got an event ahead of you that you love, oh, you'll think about that every day. Yeah, no. If you've got something that's coming up that you're going to do, maybe you're going to take a trip. And you I tell you, you have affection, some affection about that trip and that time away. You think about it all the time. Those who love his appearing, the most exciting of events for the children of God is the coming of Christ. I'm telling you, it's answered all your problems. And if you'll just keep it in mind, just keep that in mind. Keep the, the fact of the second coming of mind. It will help you. You need to believe that. You need to love his coming. Then you need to live his coming. You said, what is that? I think it's the book of Philippians. Philippians chapter 3 there. It says something about, for our conversation is in heaven, from whence we also look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. What? My conversation is in heaven. All right, that's an old English word. Of course, most of our English words have, have lost their complete meaning. It had to do with our entire manner of life. Uh, the way I live, the way I think, my entire manner of life, my conversation is in heaven. It says, from whence we also look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Second Peter chapter 3 and verse 11, he talks about all oh, the Big Bang Theory. We've talked about that here. And he said, seeing that all these things come to pass, what manner of persons ought ye ought to be in holy conversation and godliness? My friend, if you know the world's, my friend, fixing to come to an end. We think about the Gentile, the Gentile age. We think about, uh, yes, the cup almost filled there. Uh, we think about uh, the coming of Christ for his church. We think about at least seven years later, the coming of Christ with his church. 
as far as this coming is concerned, it ought to affect the way I live. The truth must grasp you know, hold them here as far as my heart is concerned. Do you live like, oh, I think there has been times and situations where I've had, like, my wife, let me illustrate, be visiting her family for a day. And uh, as far as we think about general things around the house, you know, maybe she tried to give me some orders as to how to keep things the right way, but, um, you know, it just doesn't always go that way. Now, when my when I found out my wife was coming home, oh, I made sure everything was nice. And, you know, she was very proud of me. She thought I consistently did that. Make sure everything was put where they well, understand what I'm talking about. Make sure we think about... Uh, we think about clothes uh, picked up and, and everything. And uh, so as far as Mrs. Mon was concerned, uh, I knew she was coming, and I kept this in mind. And for that being true, uh, everything was okay. So what about you? My conversation, my friend, was just as it should be. All right, once again, the coming of Christ. It's the most powerful of what is sanctifying and purifying uh, things that could, uh, I guess, affect us. It could be that on us. What? First uh, John 3, 3, it says, Every man that hath this hope in him purifying himself even as he is pure. We think John prayed for the coming of Christ. The Apostle Paul looked for the coming of Christ, told others of the coming of Christ, and that's what we're supposed to be doing, telling folk that Jesus is coming again. I'm telling you, answer all your problems. You said, Brother Juan, it's kind of like a pipe dream. You know, the world said something like this. You poor Christians, you're victims of a cruel hoax. The coming of Christ is not a hoax. It's not a fad. It's a fact. I'm looking for it. And my friend, it's helping me to live consistently every day like I should live. As far as this program is concerned, thank you so much for being part of the listening audience. And until next week, Fisher Mund, say goodbye.